This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs The Playbook, and we are in Entrepreneurs Paradise here at SoFi Stadium with the greatest stadium ever built and the greatest screen ever created. That's a billion-dollar screen, Corey Benson, but you're used to billion-dollar things (laughs) because you're running an incredible aviation company uh and with the cb skyshare is that right we actually just rebranded to skyshare skyshare my my ego finally got small enough to take my initials got the cory benson out of there yeah yeah i I have and i'm still dave Meltzer enterprises but (laughs) nonetheless i got that from lee steinberg he always kept his name in there but maybe someday i'll just be enterprises who know anyway um aviation has changed over the years and it's really changed because of the gig economy and financing yeah uh, people have gotten different ideas on how can we create the greatest way to travel at the most economical or profit center yeah uh, capacity that it has and you're a 40 under 40 guy you're a fortune 5000 honoree there's so many different awards because of the creative way you've implemented business into aviation. Uh, now you've rebranded Skyshare. What's the business premise of Skyshare that has created this success for you? Well, like you were saying, we found a way to make it where it's more affordable for more people by uh, more of kind of like a timeshare concept. So a fractional program. So you own a portion in one airplane, but you can fly all of them. So you're sharing the costs because these airplanes, as you know, are very expensive, even if they're just sitting there. And how do you articulate the quantitative value of private aviation uh, because I pick and choose when I fly private uh, and also I still fly commercial determinative upon a business case. I look at, you know, the amount of time it's going to save me, the location of Mm -hmm. where it's at, who I can share the plane with uh, when I travel. What are some of the characteristics that can make, and I've seen it done, private aviation a profit center for you? So I believe it's a time machine. That's what it's really giving you. So for an entrepreneur or someone that, that, you know, that's the one thing we all want more of is to get more time. And so if you have different businesses or you need to travel to different cities, what if, if what would take you via the airlines three to five days to go sit, to go and hit two or three cities, we can do in one day. And the other thing that I've, that I've seen is that more business deals are made in the back of airplanes, like the golf course or the back of a private jet is where these deals are made. Real deals, big yeah, deals, exactly. ones that pay for the flight and more um, with the ability to not only have the time on the plane, yeah. but also be able to have the time on the ground instead of going through security, having delays, being at the mercy of not being able to sit next to each other at the gate in a quiet setting, Absolutely. internet, all the different things that are available uh, create the best business atmosphere um, but it also has shown to be extremely valuable in a personal capacity as well. You know, a lot of people, when you get to a point uh, in your financial background, there's certain things that you might be only able to take one vacation a year, for example. Yeah. And we've all been in the situation where our vacation is ruined because of travel. Yeah. Sleeping in airports, etc. What are some to, of those? It used to be romantic to fly the airlines, right? And now everybody hates it. Everybody just thinks, "Oh my gosh, I have to go through TSA and everything else." Versus, 
on the when you fly private you literally drive right up to the airplane you're airborne within 10 minutes and then you're in the privacy you know with your family creating these amazing experiences or with your business team and, and deciding what the next deal is and briefing for that next meeting and when you're done with that meeting you're back in the airplane and, and briefing for the next one so or the golf trips i've utilized private aviation where you know most of the guys because of the commercial travel are they can't make certain high capacity yeah. events masterminds golf trips and if you can take out half of the trip being dedicated to travel and say hey just meet me here and we'll all fly in together and fly out together you're not going to miss the birthday party your son's pop exactly. warner game that it has enhanced the business opportunity a lot of people have misperceptions on how expensive it is and it's really in the SkyShare community, something that is actually affordable and for what you get, what are some of the minimums to get him started so you can kind of crawl before you walk before you yeah. run with SkyShare? Great question. And, and in our company, we pretty much do everything in the private jet space. So we do charter, so you could call us and do one-off charter, or we have the fractional that we we're talking about that's a five-year commitment. You have ownership of one airplane, you can fly all the different ones. Or we've helped lots of people buy their own aircraft and then we manage it for them and they have the option to charter it out and, and reduce some of those costs. And, and what I suggest is it really depends how much you're going to fly. If you're going to do less than 10 trips a year, just charter. There's not the large upfront um, expense, the capital investment, there's not the ongoing maintenance costs and fixed costs. But then if you're going to fly more than 10 times a year, that's when the fractional, the economics of it really kick in. And, and your hourly rate becomes really low on those trips, plus you have guaranteed availability and whatnot. And then if you're traveling a ton once a week and you need a plane that's just ready 24-7, that's the time to own your own. Um, and it is expensive. It's always going to be more expensive than, than flying commercial, but where you look and say, what is my time worth? Like, what is it worth to be able to hit these four meetings and make it back from my son's soccer game? And, and that's where it really makes sense. Plus, like you said, you can have four or five people, all the business associates together in a private cabin, you know, and, and making deals. Now you're winning all these awards, you're an incredible entrepreneur, and recently you rebranded just a SkyShare, but for a while you were a one-man band, yeah. a one-man shop. Now you've taken on a partner today. Uh, what is the difference for all those years of working by yourself, and how did you choose the right partner mm. to take on? That's a great question. Um, I used to be in the car business and I had a couple partners in there and it didn't end great um, when we sold the last car dealership and I promised to myself that I would not have another business partner again. And I started the aviation now company. I gotta interrupt you. Yeah. So when you said that, I thought of my dad's one of the, usually I say I learned more from my dad from what he did wrong, not to do, <laughs> but one of the best piece of advice is he gave, and I loved it. He said, you know, Dave, if you want a business partner, he said, make sure three things. One, don't get a business partner. Two, if you get a business partner, make sure they have more money than you. Or three, if you don't listen to one or two, go back to number one. So those were the three pieces. Right? I interrupted. So no, you're choosing this great. partner after all these years. You probably had those three things go through your head. Absolutely. And, and what happened is the business got to the point where I felt like I was just drowning. Like I'm really good at some stuff. Like yeah. I love the sales side, but I don't love running the money side. 
and I called one of my best friends that I've known since the seventh grade. He had corporate America experience and did that. And I called him and I said, hey, Tommy, just come and look at my books. Come and help me. And he consulted for a year for free. And my goal was that he would just catch the bug and see that we're on. We've got something going here. And that's ultimately what happened. And so it's been the be very best thing I've, that I've ever done for myself, for the company and all our employees is, is now we split it up. He's really good at certain things and I'm really good. And it's been able to give me free time to be more in my zone of genius of what I want to be doing and then Tommy handles all the financing and banking relationships HR and all that but it is like I call I call this business one of my babies you know and so it was difficult to it was like hard to give up part of it but again the very best thing I've done yeah you're a perfect example of one plus one equals three yes when it comes to picking your partners uh, the future of aviation yeah uh, there's so many like we said different business uh, structures, different financings available, interest rates, et cetera, the economy. Where do you see private aviation going here in the next few years? Um, since COVID, we've had a massive influx. Like there's been so many people that had the means to fly private, but just didn't justify it. And then through COVID, they're just like, there's no way I'm gonna do this airline this crap anymore. I'm, I'm gonna, I've worked hard, I'm gonna spoil myself. Or they see the benefits in their, in their businesses for the efficiencies of that. So to answer your question, where do I see it going? I think that, that the fractional um, timeshare concept is really catching on. I mean, NetJets is the mother of all. They've been doing it for 30 years and they're the biggest company out there in this space, but there's a couple others like mine that are growing and doing really well. Um, these, these electric eVTOL aircraft is going to be interesting. It's like the old cartoon, the Jetsons. Yeah. Mark my words, in 10 years or less, you're going to see these little, like an Uber you get in, you hit a button and you're going to get in and the quadcopter is going to pick you up and take you to, to anywhere of these local destinations. So I think that's going to be the biggest change we'll see in the next decade is the, the VTOL, eTOL aircraft. Yeah, I think you are exactly right. Um, so you're a true entrepreneur, honored in so many different ways. Uh, this is the playbook, the playbook of success. Looking back to your 18-year-old self, what piece of advice, knowing what you know today with all the honors and the successes that you've had, what would you tell yourself? Hmm. Great question again. Um, I, I would tell myself to really get centered and, and focused on what you're good at, what your strength is, and, and then help find other people that, to help, help you where you're not, you know? And so if you can stay, like I say, in your zone of genius, that's, that's I think the biggest thing. But as a young entrepreneur, we can't go hire a bunch of people, right? You don't have the money to do it. And so, so as the business is growing from the very beginning, you kind of have to be the master of all different things. But as you continue to grow, find different ways that you can find the who to come help you do it. Yeah, it's so interesting how many people, when I ask them that question, go back to ask for help. Yeah. But I love the fact uh, you also have integrated one of my essence uh, communication of know your skills, your knowledge and desire, align mm -hmm. it, find how it's synergistic, supplementary to what you want and where you want to go or better. You've been able to do all three of those things mm -hmm. So, well, the incredible Corey Benson here with Skyshare. If you don't fly private, your children will. You're here with David <laughs> Meltzer on Entrepreneurs, the playbook. Thanks for having me.